listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, this is Carolyn Shuttlesworth with Nonstop Mom. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I know it's been a little bit. It has been a very busy, busy summer once school let out. We also moved and we've been traveling. So thanks for sticking with me. And I am so happy to be back. I've missed everyone Um, since I have been gone and now started back. We reached the over a thousand women on the Nonstop Mom Facebook group. I am so excited about that. We are getting ready to have a party. I promised when we hit a thousand, uh, I was going to do a Facebook Live party, and we're actually at about eleven hundred now already. And um, that just happened in the last couple weeks. So I am super excited. Make sure uh, if you are not part of the Nonstop Mom Facebook group, you go onto Facebook. Uh, like the page, but then hit join the group. And I'm going to be doing that here uh, at the end of August. And I'm going to be doing giveaways and games. And we're just going to have a party together uh, on one of the days coming up here in August. And I am super excited to be blessing new ladies. You guys work hard, whether you're a mom, you're not a mom yet. And I just want to bless you guys and let you know I love you and I appreciate you and so glad you're part of the group. All right, so let's get into this. I um, have several getting ready to come out, but this one, uh, you know, we have all struggled with at some point, either, you know, just as a human being or when you become a new mom or, you know, during the process of being pregnant. I'm going to be dealing with offense today, living offended Because that's something I find, you know, because we live in a day and age, everyone knows this, especially even when you first get married or when you're dating somebody or then when you get pregnant, everyone is going to have something to say about what you're doing, about your life, about your decisions. There's just people out there that give their two cents and, you know, that's fine. That's them. But our reaction is what counts. How we choose to take it, what we choose to do with it, all of that counts and it's on us. It's not on them. Once they ask, once they put it out there, how we react is everything. It's everything. It will make or break us in life because you cannot live offended. You cannot be a person who stays in a state of offense. As a Christian, it's a killer. It's a number one killer of your life because once that evil root of offense sets in, so many bad things come out of it. It steals your joy. You can live in pride. You know, you you don't listen to any correction ever in life. And so let's say, you know, when the Holy Spirit's speaking to you, you're already like living in in a state of offense constantly. So if anybody comes to you about anything, you know, there are some times where we need people who are older than us or, you know, our parents or, you know, pastors or someone coming to us to give us a word of encouragement or something they see we need to fix or a suggestion on something we could do that's better. 
And we have to remember, we can't live in a state of offense. So when they come to us, we're not attacking them. We're not brushing it off. We're not angry at them when they're doing it. So we have to learn as ladies, as moms, new moms, going to be moms, that we cannot live in this state of being offended. Because people are going to ask us questions. It just happens. What, like, what are some questions out there, you know, when you're pregnant? Uh, you haven't even had your first child. And it's like, are you going to have more? How many more do you plan on having? You know, it's like, calm down there. You know, I don't even know. I haven't had this one yet. You know, but we don't have to have a reaction that's like that. We can simply just answer them. You know, let's just say, some, like, you know, I had two girls first before I had a boy. But then when you go to, you know, get pregnant or you're not pregnant yet, it's like, so are you going to try for a boy? Are you going to keep going? Or if you have two boys, are you going to try for a girl? Are you going to make sure you get that girl? And then, you know, you're thinking, well, I don't know. I can't guarantee it. And then you're like all worked up and, you know, whatever. Who who cares? Are you going to breastfeed? Are you going to make your own baby food? And then instead of people just answering them, you know, one of my main things about, you know, nonstop mom. And if you're not a mom there, you know, you're not a mom yet or a new mom is be confident in your parenting. Be confident in your parenting. You know, don't let simple questions like that from somebody you know or don't know throw your parenting off. All of a sudden, you feel like you're second guessing everything you're doing and then you're offended at the person and then you're mad and then you're like annoyed and you don't want to see them. All of that destroys our walk with the Lord and and how we receive things in general. You know, I'm not going to get into it too deep right now, but, you know, you live in that state of offense and unforgiveness to somebody and anger. Things in your life spiritually are not going to be answered. You're not going to get your prayers answered. You're not going to receive your miracle. Your faith is not going to be at an all-time high. So it's very dangerous to walk in an offended atmosphere, an offended lifestyle, and and think you're going to move forward in the things of God. You know, as a Christian parent, you want to stay in that joy. You want to set that tone in your home of how, you know, of how you want it to be. And I really feel like, you know, to not as a as a new mom or someone who's thinking of being a parent or someone who is a parent to make sure we we get out of that um, approval seeking, you know, thing that we all want. We need to have freedom from approval seeking is re- is really it. Freedom from it. And how you have freedom from it, I have um, come to realize and learned over the last, you know, almost 10 years of being a parent is to know who you are in Christ. Because Once you realize what God has called you to do as a parent over your own home, over your own children, you know, then the rest will become an encouragement to other moms. You know, I, I have friends, you know, that have babies or have older children the same age, and maybe we haven't done everything the same. Maybe, you know, I breastfed and my other friend did 
a bottle for whatever reason. But we're not supposed to look down on that person and think, well, ha ha ha, I did so much better as a parent. I breastfed and you did formula. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's how it is in the, the world of moms and parenting. And it's like, what can I do that's better? Okay, so you got a toy that's organic free rubber or I don't even know. I, I don't even know. I'm just making this up. But you know, like organic rubber <clears throat> made in a factory of people. No, no, no. Let's make it even better. An organic rubber squishy doll, chewy doll for your kid that was made in a factory by Robox. So no human hands have touched this toy for my baby. And then you're over here buying a chew toy for your kid who's teething, um, you know, from Walmart. And now this person has made you feel bad and you're parenting and you're offended and you're like, what in the world? You know, or you, you're feeling bad about yourself and you're like, they're such a better parent than me. They bought the toy that's never been touched by human hands. Oh my gosh, they're a better parent. What am I doing with my life? I have to rethink this. I don't think I'm a good parent. And I'm, and I, I just so annoyed with them. Like, I don't want to see them for a long time. They're just being a better parent than me. And I mean, like so many ridiculous things creep into your mind. And it shouldn't even be like that. We should not be like that with each other. We should just continually be an encouragement to our friends, an encouragement to other people we know who are doing this as a parent. You know, the Bible instructs us, you know, he's given us everything that we need to be that parent, to be what we're called to be for our family. We don't need to be looking on other people's lives You know, nothing's wrong with looking to get an idea, a suggestion, or go to them about something. But you know what I mean? But if it's going to make you feel bad, or that person has said something uh, to make you feel bad, and now your reaction is to live upset or offended or out of joy, then it got to us. And then it's not even, it's not even there in the wrong anymore. We become in the wrong because we weren't able to put our put our big girl pants on and realize, like, listen, they can say whatever they want. I'm not going to let it stir up my spirit, man. I'm not going to let it be uh, an offense unto me. I'm not going to let anger come. I'm not going to let sadness come because now I feel like I'm not a very good parent. So one thing I have to say is we really need this freedom from approval seeking. And how can we get freedom from approval seeking is not caring what other people have to say, what other people have to think. Okay, so here's an example. My son is three years old and my girls were two and a half when they were potty trained. Okay, but I'm gone all the time. And when I potty train, I want to make sure I'm focused 
and we're going to potty train. I'm not going to do this for two days and then we're jet setting to a meeting and, you know, and then I've got to stop the potty training process because now we're in services late at night and, um, you know, I can't do it in the morning and then it's all messed up. And then we come home for three days and then I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do it on my time when I know I have a schedule of being consistent and staying on top of it. Because for me, it worked with my girls. I got home for a week. We did it every day. We got it drilled in their head. They were good. A week later, they're potty trained. You know, so this is what I've learned works for my family, for my lifestyle, for my schedule. And so, you know, I'll have adults talk to my three-year-old But really, this is the thing. They're talking to me, but they're bent down looking at him talking in his face. But really, let's be honest, really, it was directed to me. Oh, you are old enough to potty train. Oh, you need to be in big boy underwear. He's three looking at him like, what are you talking about, lady? You know what I mean? So in all reality, it was to me and I could be like, well, I just, I don't, oh, oh, they're so annoying. Get out of my house. You know what I mean? Or live in a fence or be completely confident in my parenting and what I've decided to do and be like, yep, when I'm ready, he'll do it or when he's ready or just, you know, kind of chuckle and not even say anything about it. We have to be confident in who we are and what our decisions are. And I've learned over the years, understanding who God has made you to be will bring that confidence to you. It will bring that confidence to you. Knowing who you are in Christ will bring that confidence to you. You know, our our joy in life as a parent, our joy in life in general, shouldn't be connected to what other... Um, you know, what other people say about us as far as like their praise or tearing us down. Like we shouldn't be like, if they praise us, we're full of joy. If, if they tear us down, then now we're in a state of depression. We have to be able to be like even keel and confident in who we are and who God's called us to be to, to do this. You know, either we are looking at Jesus that is like our fuel for our joy, like the Bible says. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And I believe that's in Psalms. But in his presence, there is fullness of joy. So when, we're, when we stay in the atmosphere with the Lord, when we have our time with him each day, when we pray, when we, you know, if we're, we got songs on in the house, if we're just staying in his presence, there is joy. We won't let people get to us, but we have to see if we're looking at people to fuel our joy. If people are going to be the ones that fuel our joy, then it's going to be an emotional roller coaster each and every day. Cause there are going to be people who suggest things to you. There are going to be people who say things to you that give their two cents worth that you're not going to like. And then you have to realize, what am I going to do with this? In that very moment, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to be offended because they're talking to my son and telling him, which they really mean to me, you know, like, 
he's old enough. You need to start potty training. Listen, he's not going to be in diapers when he's, you know, five years old, 10 years old, 15 years old. This is a small moment. And if he's three and he's still, you know, wearing diapers, then then so be it. I'm not worried about it. I know that my kid's capable of doing it. I just wanted to find the right time. So you've got that thought and process in your head and you know what you're going to do. Be confident in that. Just like everything you make as a decision with as a parent, be confident. If you feel like homeschool's for you and you want to do homeschool, I homeschool, okay? But I also have friends who have their kids in school. Okay, that's their decision. I'm confident enough in my friends that they've prayed about it, that they've made this decision with their husband, and that's the best for their family, okay? It's not me. I'm not living with them. I don't have to make this decision, so why do I have to get worked up about it? Why do I have to say something to them that could cause a rift in our friendship? Why do I have to, you know, say something that makes them offended and upset, and now they're second-guessing everything they did? No, that's their decision in their family, okay? So if you want to homeschool, great. This is what I tell people. I'm not going to get with you and and talk you into homeschooling past what you're doing. If people ask me about it or it comes up in conversation, I brag about it and I I do it because it's what we prayed about. It's what I feel is great for my children, for my family, for our schedule, you know, and I love it. And so when people ask me about it, I'll tell them the good things about it because it's what we know is right for our family. And if they want to learn about it because they're thinking about it, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll tell them whatever they want and whatever information, but I'm not going to go to somebody and be like, oh my gosh, you have your kids in school. Are you crazy? Homeschooling is way better. You know, and that's wrong. But the thing is, people do it. And so when people will do it, whether they're your friend or not, we have to learn how we react and are we going to take offense to it is everything. It's everything. So be confident as a parent. You know, a a really, a really um, touchy topic out there right now is shots. Do I do shots? Do I not do shots? And then if I don't do them, I've got my friends and people out there saying, you know, your kid is the reason why diseases are spread and, you know, getting getting on you about something. And then if you do shots, people feel like they have to explain to you for 25 minutes why they did it because they're not really confident in their decision that they made. Be confident in the decision that you've made as a parent and the way you can be confident. How can I be confident, Carolyn? I'm going to tell you. One, as a believer, we should all be filled with the Holy Spirit. We should be filled with the Holy Spirit. As a Christian, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He is our guide. He is our guide that takes us to every step we need to in this in this life. It, I mean, nobody would go on a camping trip without a compass, without a map, without a person guiding us. So it would be 
way more foolish to take this life head on without a guide. And he is our guide. So when you have to make decisions in your family about your own life, you know, things that are major, the Holy Spirit will tell you. And the thing is, you need to listen. And when you hear it and you know that you've heard it, stand your ground with that decision no matter what. You know, I had to make that when I um, had Brooklyn. Now, I do not give my kids shots. And I've never, you know, people will ask me and I've never looked and I'm not going to go into great detail on this podcast about it, but I've never looked into, you know, what shots cause. I've never even researched about shots. It was literally the Holy Spirit telling me this when Brooklyn was born to, to cut it out. Like I started Maddie on some when she was little and then when I had Brooklyn, it was a no-go, and so I was like, I'm not doing Brooklyn. I've stopped Maddie, and we're just going on. But I remember saying to the Lord, because at first I would ask my husband, and I and I love how he reacts to me with these things because, you know, he's a wonderful man of God, and he could tell me an answer. But he said, I'm not telling you what you need to do. You're going to listen, and you're going to go with what the Holy Spirit says. So I'm very grateful that he has helped Um, to teach me to listen to that voice so I can make these decisions, you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit and not just my flesh. So I made this decision and, you know, to make the long story short, because like I I don't, maybe I'll do another podcast on on it, on vaccinations coming up. But um, the one thing I did pray when I said, all right, Lord, I'm going to go with this decision because, you know, as a parent, you've got everyone coming at you. You've got the people at the hospital. You, you know, when you first have a baby, you've got, uh, you know, different generations coming at you saying this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This is what you should do. Shouldn't, should, 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 shouldn't, 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 you know. So and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. But it <laughs> it doesn't have to be that complicated. So when I made this decision, the one thing I said was, Lord, help me with people who are going to come at me and and tell me, you know, like, tell me things where I could sit there and really think and change my mind. And that was one of the prayers because I said, Lord, make me strong in this decision. When people come at me with their reasons as to either I made a bad decision or why I shouldn't do it, you know, Help me be strong. So when you're making decisions like that, if it comes down to things, you know, shots and things like that, ask the Lord, I'm making this decision, Lord, based on what I heard from the Holy Spirit. Now, keep me strong when I have other people giving their input. Because I could tell you right now, I could care less. Now, I don't mean it in a prideful way. I don't mean it like that. You know, I will take other moms, moms who have gone before me, giving me suggestions on things. I don't mean it like that. I mean it when someone's coming at you in a bad way or they haven't heard from the Lord or they're not even Christians and they're basing it off this world system. I could care less what they have to say. 
you know, when I took Brooklyn to preschool, I took them when we lived in Virginia Beach, I took them to preschool um, before I started homeschooling with them. That gave me time with Maddie to work on homeschool. That gave them all a little bit of structure. So when I started school, I felt like when I was starting school in kindergarten, they had gone to preschool. So they understood the sitting at the table, doing work, kind of having that school structure a little bit. So I, I started them in this sweet preschool that my nephews went to near my house. But in Virginia, you can sign a religious form exempting them from taking shots, but they're still allowed to go to school. So when I turned in the form, oh, the lady gave me an eye roll and she decided to give me, you know, her two cents about it. And I just, you know, kind of chuckled and smiled because I didn't care. And I didn't leave there thinking, oh my gosh, was this a bad decision? Did I do the wrong thing? I left there thinking, I only have one person to be obedient to, you know, who's given me this instruction and I'm going to stick with it. And no matter what they say. And I remember leaving there saying, thank you, Lord. You know, the prayer of asking you to keep me strong and keep my mind grounded in my decision. It was perfect. It was perfect. Like I and I've had people say things since then. And, um, you know, I'm just you have to be confident and and be free from approval seeking. So all you young moms out there, get a hold with somebody, um, you know, Either your mom, if you don't have a relationship like that with your mom, with, you know, your pastor's wife or somebody in your church or somebody in your circle that you know is going to give you encouragement, but also help you in times to um, maybe be corrected in your parenting. You know, someone who's going to do it with with love and they actually have your best interests because we all need that. I'm not saying you rise up and you're like, I don't care what anybody says. You know, I take um, heat from my my mother-in-law, my own mother. I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful mom. And I have a wonderful, wonderful mother-in-law. So I am doubly blessed to be able to go to both of them with something if I have a question. But if you don't have that, get a good friend. Get someone who's stable. (laughs) I know it sounds funny, but believe me, you'll find it out there. Who's stable in their parenting. Who's going to let you know, you know, and help you in that area. Because when I say you, you don't care what other people say, you You don't. You get to that point where you're confident in who God's called you to be as a parent and you're not going to be offended and you're not going to, you know, walk around with a prideful spirit, but you still let correction come to you without being offended because there's all times where we're going to be corrected. You know, we grew up being corrected by our parents. Then when you become a member of a church, you better let the senior pastor of that church correct you. He's there to give you a word that's going to benefit your life. And sometimes correction comes with that. And we can't just up and leave a church and get mad at our pastor every time he says a correcting word to us. We have to be adults and a mature Christian. There comes a time where you become a mature Christian. And even though it sucks to take correction, 
correction is like my husband says is direction it's going to direct you the correct way in life if you take hold of it and not let a fence set in it says you know in colossians 3:13 make allowances for each other's fault and forgive anyone who offends you Remember the Lord forgave you so you must forgive others. So it's important that we make allowances when people say stuff. How we react, like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, is how it's going to fall on us. What what are we going to do with it? Are we going to be offended and let that steal our joy, our peace, our patience, our love, put us into anger? Are we just going to, you know, step back, say something, chuckle, smile, don't say anything. Just don't get offended about about every little thing. And we have to remember, you know, like I said about your pastor here before I read Colossians 3.13. If we can't listen and be directed and guided by somebody without being offended, that's in the flesh who's standing right in front of us. How on earth are we going to listen to the Holy Spirit? Listen to Jesus when he speaks to us. Listen when He they give us instruction or when they're correcting us. How are we going to listen if we aren't even listening to people who we see in front of us? So I would say my number one thing here for, you know, moms new moms, not moms yet, <laughs> even even older moms. You know, my mom is 68, so when I joke things about, you know, older things or her being old, I never call her old. I always am like, older. You are older than me. Or, you know, they just they just retired and bought a place in Florida in one of those 55 plus communities. So, you know, I don't ever say old people. I'm like older. You're in an older community. <laughs> so we have to, you know, this is for everybody because you can walk in a fence at any age and at any age it's deadly. You know, that's exactly um, how the devil got kicked out of heaven. He got prideful and and thought he'd be better than God, got offended and got kicked out. So we don't want to be, you know, thrown out of the kingdom that we're supposed to be living in. There's a standard of living in this kingdom. We're supposed to walk in the fruits of the spirit. We're supposed to walk in healing. We're supposed to be that light to the darkness to the people who need us, who we're trying to raise up to get to heaven. We're, we're, we've got to be different. We got to be that mom that walks in love, who is an encouragement to people who aren't easily offended, who understand who God has called us to be, who's confident in our parenting. You know, like I said, not everyone's going to agree with, with everything that you say, with everything that you do. But it's something that, um, you know, we understand by knowing who we are in Christ. We don't want to miss out on miracles in our lives 
miracles in our children's lives because we are now spending our days in offense about what other people have said like three days ago because they're not even thinking about it anymore. Remember this. You're over here for the last three days stirring and stewing and they left it at the door when they said it to you. Like they were done then and then now you've taken it home. Now you've brought it into your home. Now you've brought it around your kids. You know, offense has an ugly little head. Now you've brought it into your marriage. Now you've brought it to work. Now you've brought it to other people and now you're gossiping. See, it trickles to dangerous avenues that we don't need to be a part of. So I encourage you, if you are not a mom yet, it being not offended by people, you know, people are always going to have their two cents to say, if you're not a mom yet and you're young listening to this, you know, about your college, about your life's plans, you know, there's always something in each stage of life that somebody could say something to you where you live in a state of offense. But I encourage you, be confident in who you are. That right there will help you tremendously to not get offended at all. At all. It's pos- if, <laughs> if it's possible to walk daily free from sin, you can walk daily free from offense. You can walk daily in divine healing. Everything is possible to be at its max at all. You can walk free from sin, walk divine healing, walk in prosperity. You can walk in free from offense. You can walk in love. You can, you can walk in the fullness of it all daily. All comes down to who we are in Christ, our confidence and our decisions and self-control. And that's one of my, my big things that I am encouraging you. Be confident and who you are as a parent. Decisions might not always be um, easy, but make sure when you make them, just stick with it. Don't let other people say stuff to offend you and throw you off and second guess. And just be confident and remember freedom from approval seeking. We have one person one person that we should be seeking approval from. Just one. And that's Jesus. Just one. That's it. Once you once you get that in your head, everything else becomes so much easier in life. Just one person. Thanks again, ladies, for sticking around. Thanks for hanging out with me. I love you. I appreciate you. Now that I'm back and rolling again, make sure when you're listening to the podcast, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram. I love to share it. I love to show other ladies. You guys are listening and your feedback and it encourages other people to listen. So make sure you tag me in it on Instagram. I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Um, On Facebook, it's Nonstop Mom, or you can also find my personal one, Carolyn Shuttlesworth, on there too. I love to hear from you. Uh, Questions, send me on both platforms. Uh, Sometimes Instagram, I get to a little bit faster. Um, So if you need me faster or you got to send a question, you can uh, find me at Carolyn Shuttlesworth on Instagram. 
But listen, all the uh, podcasts, if you have uh, other friends who need to hear this, I'm on all avenues that listen to podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Anchor, Spotify. I'm, I'm on it all. So just get the word out. And I'll see you at the Nonstop Mom Facebook party coming up here this month at the end of August. Make sure you're a part of it. I want you to win something really cool. I'm going to do giveaways, makeup, you know, manicure, pedicure, coffee, just a whole bunch of fun things just to love on you guys. You're doing a great job. Have a wonderful weekend and week if you're listening to this whenever. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye.